tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, taparoo. All right, today we are kicking off the show with our big announcement that we kind of teased a couple weeks ago, but now it's ready to go. Uh, tap it in is launching a website. So this website um, is really cool. Uh, it has basically everything that we need in one spot, everything that you need in one spot. It's uh, tapitinpod.com. Um, definitely excited to get it going. Blake, any thoughts there? Yeah, so we'll have our betting cards there. I mean, we'll obviously still tweet them out, but we're going to try to get all, all the traffic to tapitinpod.com. Um, we'll also have our course history sheets, which people uh, rave about. Um, I know we've been slacking the last few weeks, but it's it's swing season, so the course history sheet for the RSM is now up. If you're watching on YouTube, I think Matt is showing you how to get there. Um, I think you're still on the edit page, but anyways, um, there's a course history uh, link. You just click on the weasel and the course history sheets that we've been using pop up. So, All right. So if you, yeah, go ahead. if you're watching on YouTube now, um, where I'm showing you a little bit through the website and really just, it's really fucking awesome. So tap it in pod.com. Here's the home. You get some reviews of the podcast here. Um, golf betting tips. We got our Neiman picture trademark, uh, decky picture trademark, right. And our tweets show up right here too. So you can see all our tweets. Um, a link to follow us right here at the bottom. You can just embed the YouTube video and listen to the latest episode on um, iTunes too, just right on the website. You can go to the betting cards tab and it has all of our previous betting cards. Um, course history sheet, which, you know, everybody obviously loves. If you click on the weasel, they pop right up um, and boom, course history fire SM. Uh, ROI tracker. It shows how much we've made, money we've made. All of our posts are, um, <laughs> we got Sungjae there for the win-loss spreadsheet. Click right on Sungjae's beautiful South Korean face. And it shows here our ROI, our, how much we've won and lost, exact dollars, amounts. Um, so boom, right there. Um, so basically everything you want, blog. And this is another big part of it. Um, first, actually, I'll skip that. Winners um, shows all of our winners here, all of our winning tickets. Uh, Blake's little video on the beach house, all this great stuff. Um, and then the blog. The blog is going to be um, a place where you can just blog and talk about golf, things that are happening, live in PGA stuff, thoughts on the final betting card, thoughts on kind of what we're leaning, just just a straight-up blog. Um, I envision it almost like a Barstool Sports circa 2014, back when it didn't suck ass, um, but just all <laughs> all golf related. So first one, tap it in, launches website, um, and, and we talk a little bit about you know what what we're doing here. But we can just blog, you know, on every day. I, I'm gonna blog some, Blake's gonna blog some, um, and I, you know I think it's gonna be really cool. But just a one stop shop for everything that you need in terms of, of golf betting. So really excited for that. Yeah, and there'll be a comment section in the blog. So um get some dialogue going between us yeah great call uh so yeah if every you want to comment on a blog we'll we'll be checking it replying to it and you can just banner with each other i don't call each other fucking pieces of shit whatever i don't care again i want it like the old bar stool um before it went fucking lib so yeah big shout out to uh to our guy mike thank you uh very much for putting this together um did a great job with it so yeah, yeah. uh so that's that's piece of information number one um but really i hope you guys share that talk about it on twitter and stuff get people aware of it um because we put a lot of work and effort into it and um it's going to make everyone's life and golf gambling a lot easier um second point of emphasis for me to talk about today was just the medium of what we're going to be using going forward for the podcast uh so for me i just wanted to kind of think out loud you guys can send me some feedback tweet at me dm me all that other stuff um so in terms of our podcast, YouTube, Apple's podcast, our goal eventually or soon or now is to get revenue from the podcast. We've been doing this for free for three years. We're never going to charge anything for the website or the podcast or anything. No Patreon, nothing. But it's it's advertising. So when we're doing 
YouTube and Apple Podcasts, we're splitting up our downloads divided by two every week. So our download numbers look like shit on both. And if we combine them, they're actually solid. Um, so I want to go to either YouTube or Apple Podcasts. I prefer YouTube because it's a video. The video version is better. You get a lot of funny moments on video. Um, you can see, I can share the screen like I just did. I can do the model on the shared screen. The problem is people who commute and want to listen and text and drive and do this other fucking shit that people do. It's hard to do on YouTube because you can't, unless you have YouTube premium, then it's a non-issue. Um, and I don't have YouTube premium, but sometimes it lets me get, go to a smaller screen. So, um, maybe some of you guys don't have that problem. I prefer YouTube, but if that's a huge problem for everybody and it's going to piss everybody off, I don't want to do it, but I do pretty much want to make the permanent switch to YouTube if possible. And also enables to go live all the time. Live streams get uploaded immediately, much less work for me producing the show when I'm already so busy as it is, um, it takes one step away from me. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I don't really have much to add on that on that front. Um, but yeah, sharing the model that's a that's a big uh, topic of discussion, uh, especially after I said number one in the model, Tony Fino. Why aren't we going to bet him? And we just completely ignored him. And we said you even said trust the model last week, and we never really trust the model. But yeah, you said trust it, and we didn't trust it, and we liked Fino. You liked him more than me. I'm, I mean, I'm happy to take the blame for that too because I just. Three wins and seven stars is just not something I, I didn't think he was incapable of it, but it's just not something I really wanted to throw my money at at one of the favorites of the tournament. Yeah, it Ends was tough. Being... It wasn't like a, um, we didn't get like a twenty-five to one like we got on Hideki. We got we were getting like sixteen to eighteen. It wasn't really like a twenty. Yeah, right? and I saw some good numbers out there. I mean, in, to be fair, a lot of people DM'd us and said, "Hey, I got a twenty-five on so and so book. Take it." And we said yes to every single one of them. So a lot of our yeah. listeners did have them. And a lot of people took them anyway because of the model. I've been talking about it. So I do think a lot of people um, got it. So whatever. You guys win, we lose. That's fine. I mean, this thing was over Friday. Got to be the worst tournament fucking ever, right? That thing was over Friday. Like, it was like, you just knew Fina was going to collapse. I mean, guys, uh, I know the last three wins haven't been anything like the fields weren't like spectacular, but like he's shed that loser that loser uh mentality huh he has it seems like he has uh someone texted me on friday a listener of the show texted me on friday and said tell me this thing isn't over and i said it's over it was halfway through friday and i knew it like not all tournaments are over when someone has a big lead but you can just tell the vibe of the tournament just you could you just knew it was over oh yeah i knew it was over completely i was like this is done nobody's what a shit fucking event nobody's gonna get to 15 the guy was already at 13. Yeah, it was it was a shit event though. I mean, looking at the leaderboard where he was at, and then everyone behind him was just like a fuck show. Just looking at, it, I was like, oh, this is awful. It's like absolutely awful. And that brings us to the point where we're kind of ready for the off season now, six weeks, which isn't huge, but it gives us a little bit of time to regroup, re-energize, get excited for the upcoming year, which should be really good. Yeah, the one thing with the uh, so this was the final swing season. I think the new schedule on both tours, PGA and Live, they're gonna end in September. I think they finally wisened up um, and they're not on kind of go against football, but it should end after the Ryder cup or the president's cup. Like that should be the end of the golf season. It should let it breathe. You know, let people yeah, want no, it more. Look at the numbers. Nobody's fucking watching. Nobody's watching uh, on live and nobody's watching on the PGA. I saw, I saw some numbers. Average viewers were down like a hundred thousand on the uh, PGA from last year at the Houston open. Yep. I think the average viewer is like 130,000. It was down from like 230,000 from the year before. Yeah, it's almost half. It's just, yeah, it's it's not not good. Um, and it's something about golf, man. It doesn't really matter the field all that much. Like it just golf in the fall when football's on doesn't really move the needle. And these events pretty much suck. And this upcoming event, RSM Classic, also sucks. No one's going to be watching this. But we'll put together one last show, one last card before our six-week break. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the break. It's just it's just nice to just know you're not gonna lose an extra thousand on top of your football bets, you know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a grind, man. It's a grind trying to come up with extra extra thousand to cancel out those golf bets. Like at the end of the week, it's like and if I want to break even, I gotta be up thirteen hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a it's just a big ask. It weighs heavy on you. It weighs heavy. It's just so um, much better when it's football and golf aren't going at the same time because you can just I mean, everybody loves to bet football, and I don't. I don't really bet basketball 
hockey, all that other shit. It's just like I bet football, I bet golf. When when football's not on, I'm only betting golf, and I'm not betting this other shit because I know I'm going to lose. Yeah, that's right. So here we go at the RSM. We're at uh, a seaside course. These guys are going to play three rounds there um, at Sea Island Golf Club. And there's a plantation course where the guy's going to play one round. Plantation's par 72, right? Yep, really short. Seaside's a par 70, 7,000 yards. Plantation's a par 72, 7,062 yards. Uh, the seaside course is really kind of what you're looking at because the guys only play one on the plantation. Um, seaside course is more like a coastal link style kind of course. It was redesigned by Fazio. Plantation course is more like a tree line, park lane course. Both Bermuda, both fairly easy. Past five winners of the event have all been come between the scores of 19 under and 22 under. Field, nothing crazy. Day, Finau, Hoagie, Power. Um, yeah, not much. Uh, yeah, so we kind of know the like the prototype of the, the players that win this thing. It's just like I never picked the right guy. I don't yeah, think I've looking... ever hit this event. No. Uh, I feel like we're close at, on one time. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, looking at the past winners here, like it's just it's the same motherfucker in different form every year. It's Taylor Gooch. like the Wyndham the Wyndham in Sea Island, right? Yeah, but like no one cool wins this event. You get right. some cool guys winning the Wyndham. Some cool <laughs> guys winning uh, another. It's just like just the least cool guys you could ever imagine. Okay, you got Gooch, Streb, Duncan, Three Sticks, Austin Cook, Mac Hughes, Kevin Kisner. That's your yeah. last six or seven winners. So all basically the same motherfucker. Yeah, Kisner and Webb are just uh, course history specialists here. If Kisner doesn't miss the cut, he finishes in the top five every year. Yeah, even when he's not in great form, is that how it's gone? I haven't looked that up because it is a decent he's been number. Shit, man. He hasn't really played. Has he played since the President's Cup? I know he didn't play prior to the one. President's Cup, right? He uh, He did play once i think and he was horrible if i'm not mistaken cj cup that was after oh yeah that's right finishing 72nd lost lost strokes in every fucking category lost must have been dead last right 70 yeah dead last lost about 10 strokes tita green jesus <laughs> so yeah not good i mean he's never going to compete at that course though it's a bomber's no. track but that's why you get in the whatever he is, 45, 50 to one, which seems like a good number on the surface, but in the end, I'm not really sure if it is. Yeah. We typically find Webb Simpson at like 10 to one at this event. But yeah. he's I been, wonder... uh, he's just, just missing for the last two years. So, all right. I guess getting to the odds board then. I mean, clear cut favorite, Tony Finau, 10 to one. It's the only guy not in, in the 20s or above. So, um, I guess last time he won, he came back and dominated the next week. I know this is a completely different course and the 3M and the, um, what was the other event he won? The Rocket. They're, they're kind of similar, but yeah. this course is probably completely different than Houston. Should I give a model reveal here? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so... No surprise, you get Finau first with this, what he's been doing lately. I mean, it just it is what it is. Finau, Hoagie, Neesmith, Day, Putnam, Ben Griffin, Brian Harmon, Aaron Rye, Justin Rose, Russell Knox. So if history is any indicator, the winner is probably there. And if history is any indicator, it's probably in the top five. Nine of uh, the past ten of the winners on the model of 18 overall have been in the top five. So that leaves us Finau, Hoagie, Neesmith, Day, and Putnam. But in the top five? Yeah, only one's coming. Uh, the only one that wasn't was Fitzpatrick, who was 10th in the model at the U.S. Open. Well, that we got to like Hoagie. Yeah, I love Hoagie anyway. 30 to 1? Yeah, fuck it. Not the best of numbers. But he was 30 to 1 in a couple weeks ago at the... Mexico, and I think he's a better fit for here than there, and the field was better there too. 
All right, so in Mexico, I just looked at it. He missed the cut. He shot 66 in round one, which is completely fine, four under. And then he had a bad round two, shot 73. Um, so are you worried about that missed cut at all? No, if it was like 71, 74, I'd be more. But the fact that he shot 66, and I don't, I don't know what happened on Friday. I don't know what happened, but um, nah, I'm not too worried about it, you. No, no. When I looked that up, I was I was hoping he'd miss the cut like minus three, like Finau did at Mayakoba, and then came back and won. And I got I saw what I wanted to see. So I'm in on Hollywood. Um, he finished fourth here last year. Um, he's in your model. He's been ball striking the shit out of it lately. Uh, I really don't know what's not to like. I know he's more of a West Coast guy, so this would be out of the norm here. But he kind of just fits that that prototype regardless. Right, he does kind of. It's kind of like Webb. I don't. Is he a West Coast guy? I know he is. I know. I mean, obviously the Pebble connection, but he's he's putts the best on Bermuda. It's the only place he slightly gains um, strokes. He in his last. Maybe I just think it's the Vegas thing. I just I just correlate him with Vegas. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Last five starts, missed the cut last week, but before that he went twelfth, fourth, ninth, thirteenth. Um which obviously is is great. The ball striking numbers have been incredible, 4.376. Um, if you look at, he's done pretty well with missed cuts in the past. At the, He missed one, missed six straight cuts before coming in fourth at the 3M and gained 10.4 strokes on approach that week. So just out of the fucking clouds. Um, let's see what he did when he was at RSM. Okay, so he was coming off a 56th and a 46th then finished fourth at the RSM. Then he missed the cut second at Amex. Then he missed the cut first at Pebble. Wow. So there's nothing there that's like, that shows that missed cut really bothered. He just misses a cut once in a while. Yeah. So just looking him up, he was born in North Carolina, but grew up in North Dakota. Okay. And <laughs> played golf at TCU. TCU. I don't know if that helps at all, but not really SEC guy. No, um, but just the fact like that we're looking at right there with the RSM, like the fact that he would miss a cut when he's in form. Here's a, this is what I'm trying to say. When he's in form, he still misses cuts. And this mm -hmm. just shows last week, I mean, last year, exact example of what I'm talking about. Fourth at the RSM, missed a cut at the Sony, second at the MX, missed a cut at the Farmers, first at Pebble Beach. Get him to a course that suits him, and it doesn't really matter. Right, MX to RSM, short plotters do well. Sony open. You know, you can get away with a little bit more spraying it off the tee, so he's not really um, a great fit. Second at Amex, shorter course guys do well. Missed the cut at Farmers. Obviously, he's not a great fit for Torrey Pines. Big golf course. Studs usually win. Missed the cut. Then wins Pebble Beach. So get him at the right course. Um, yeah, I'm in. We're going to bet the 30. Okay. Uh, the, that leads us to the question of the week, I think, for us. He's top five in your model again. We've been on him the last three, four weeks. Jason Day, 30 to one. Four rounds in the 60s again. Um, finished 12th here in 2020. Missed the cut last year. Still playing some really good golf. I know we can be frustrating, but like we only have one tournament left to bet. Are we really just going to not bet him here? We could just bet him <laughs> again. And then not think about Jason Day until Tory Pines, <laughs> which isn't that long for now. It's like two events, three events away. Um, yeah, but it's a lot of time will have passed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about him? Say, take all that out of it, course fit wise. Like, what do you think about him here? I mean, I don't. Uh, it's fine. It's I think it's a good course for him. I mean, peak Jason Day. I mean. I think the Jason Day that we have now, I think it's a good course for him. Yeah, it's not really what you think, though. I guess what I'm getting at, like you think no, about peak Jason Day, you don't think of this as it. Correct, I agree with you. Um, and what's his fucking ceiling? Like, he's playing well. He's just playing good. Like, is he capable of actually just taking the lead and being in the lead? I just ugh. the answer is probably I'm... no. Probably is no. Um, he can't die. He's playing good golf. He's playing great. He's playing one of the, I mean, he's obviously fourth or fifth in the model and that's, 
every week he's playing well. The the four arms in the sixties is the second time that's happened in two years, and two of them has been the last four weeks. So I mean, obviously he's playing really well, but he's I mean, never threatening 16th, to leave. Sixth, I know, sixteenth, twenty first, eleventh, eighth, the last four events. Tee to green numbers are through the roof. Approach numbers are great. Off the tee's good. He actually putted what putted decent last week. Why didn't he finish better last week? He just can't. He's incapable of making birdies. He just doesn't want to be anywhere near the lead. That's what it feels like to me. It just he can't get there. But with that being said, am I? Do I really want to commit suicide at this point in my life? <laughs> I got a lot going on for me right now. Couple kids to leave behind. Couple kids. Basketball season starting next week. We got. Uh, I mean, so I don't want to do that. Is it three hundred dollars worth ending my own life? I think you just gotta just gotta bet it. <laughs> One final ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, I don't. Is he a winner of the RSM Classic? Probably not. I don't think he's a winner of the RSM. But we're betting it anyway. I guess so. Okay. Um, okay. Hold on. I get I get a guest surprise here. Okay. Oh my athletes. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. How are you? Are we tapping it in? We we're are trying. We got Blake's mom make, here. Make some good money for the public. Make some good money. Yeah, we need we, it. We will. Beth T, do you think Jason Day is going to win? Ask her. He wants to know if you think Jason Day is going to win. I'm all about him. There we go. Okay. <laughs> got to do it now then. Tap it in, bud. Tap it in. <laughs> okay. Uh, Beth T says yes. So. By the all way, right, on one of our. Go. We have to bet Day now. <laughs> on one of our sites um that starts with an h i'm uh, sorry s sh yeah it, it odds came out and they're both 30 and i've seen DraftKings and all these public i just i'm on the odds compare comparison thing here and both hoagie and day are slipping they're both like 25 on every single one i don't there's not a 30 left on either of them so i think you should probably lock it in right now if you're going to take it uh yeah i did see that actually the texture that I forgot. So, so I just fired them both in. All right, there we go. My mother says bet J Day. So there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, not to mention, I don't think there's really much else, you know, going on. This I do week. have one guy here, or actually, I want to talk about a few guys here. So okay. after Finau, we're not on Finau, obviously. Um, you got Power playing good golf. Was fourth here last year. I got no interest to bet him, but just saying, he's even after his win, he played well again. Um, I was interested in Harmon, but the number just blows. Mm -hmm. Seems like he seems like a guy that'll win here eventually, right? Yep. Uh, twenty-five to one. Um, Taylor Montgomery's still twenty-eight for some reason. People still bet <laughs> it. Um, and I do have interest in Denny. I don't know. Just because he's the, he's just like one of those other losers who I listed off earlier. Yeah, it just seems like something like he. Just is a prototype. He would win. He would win this. Like, he, I feel like this is the one event he would win. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Like this and the John Deere, I feel like is Denny McCarthy. He's just such a fucking loser. Yeah, like I feel like he's never even finished second before. No, he did recently, I thought. No, he's never yeah. had a second place finish in his career. People just want him to win so bad. Um, just crazy, this price for a guy who's never came in second. Best finish ever was third. The Honda? At the Honda. Um, yeah, he's a fucking loser. What the fuck? He really I guess is. I, I, I guess I can't bet him if I'm going to bet Day. I have to bet Day. I'd rather bet Day than Day. I think Denny has a better chance to win, though. Uh, is you that weird? So? No, it's not weird. It's just... I. Uh... I don't know. Everyone says it's going to happen all the time. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. I, I'm never a guy who thinks it's going to happen, but. I know. So I don't know. Our, he does a good course history. 10th year last year. Um, 
couple top tens. Eighth in 2019. So two of his last three starts, he has a top 10, but sandwiched by a couple missed cuts. So, Cher, you want to go there maybe and see what we're going to do down the board. If we don't like anyone else and we just want to go all three of those guys at 30, then so be it. Okay. Seen a 35 on him, so uh, that's better. Sorry, sorry, 33. So, yeah. Damon, 33. Killer Keith, 35. Um, Like Mitchell's a Sea Island guy. Mm-hmm. He's got okay history. Ball striking uh, numbers were great last week. Any interest there? Yeah, I do have interest. Uh, I think I'd rather bet him than Danny, to be honest with you. Because one has been in the mix on multiple events, has won an event, almost Can... went, kind of went toe to toe for a bit with Rory at, at an event. Yeah, Denny's right. the overall better putter, but I mean, talk about spike weeks. He has just as many, probably. Yeah. And the ball striking, I mean, Denny's been doing shit ball striking wise. I mean, the guy, I don't know. He has to gain 11 strokes putting to win. Can he do it? Yeah, sure. But so can Keith, but Keith can also do it with approach. Um, and this is, must be his time of year getting into the swing and getting into this, uh, you know, good in Houston, 5.7 on approach, 7.2 T to green. And then now the fact that he's going to the RSM where he is a Sea Island guy, um, he was 12th here last year, uh, 14th in 2019. You know, that's two of his past four starts. Hasn't missed, a, I think, missed maybe only one cut out of five. Yeah. I like him. Just, I don't know. Number's tough to swallow. He was like 150 last week. Yeah. I don't know if I can get there. I don't know if I can get there either, but I, I'm just saying why I like him better than Denny. Okay. Uh, 40. We got a bunch of guys. Webb, Neesmith, Wendy Clark, Matthews, Tigala, and then 45. You got Rogers, Smalley, Riley. Uh, start with Webb. He's just dead. I don't know. He would play the CJ Cup. What do you do? It wasn't horrible. Have it up. Terrible off the tee, yeah. Lost 2.3 off the tee. Gained one on approach. Just lots of red here, man. There is lots of red. He's not going to win. Could he yeah. play well? Sure, but he's not going to win. Yep. Um, um, Neesmith, Sea Island guy here. Number yeah. four, but he has he had knows. success here. Yeah, and he's been playing well. Like I was thinking, did the, what do the books know that we don't? He priced him way up last week, and he wasn't even that good. 53rd, but Stats weren't horrible either. Um, but last week, I do think those guys who are shorter hitters struggled. Like, I don't want to put too much weight into a guy that wasn't the course fit last week and knocking him this week. Look at the, look at the three previous events. Fucking scorching. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I don't want to... The reason he wasn't good last week was because he lost 2.5 off the tee. If I looked into that further, which I will right now, I think that probably had a lot to do with the fact that he... Um, can't hit it that far. So let's see. Fairways greened. If it was because of that, we'll know. So yeah, last week he gained 1.4 fairways green, gained, gained 3.8 good drives gained. Lost 6.4 drive. He just didn't hit long enough to compete last week. Yeah, makes sense. You know what? I also noticed this. I was looking into my last year's model and I changed, I had fairways gained and I changed it to good drives gained. Because if you look at last year's leaderboard, um, everyone in the top 10 was gaining four or five strokes on good drives gained. Fairways gained, they weren't gaining shit. So I think good drives gained is the the stat that we need to um, look at. I'm going to share my screen here real quick. Was Neesmith Uh, in your model? Yep, fourth or fifth. Oh, dude. He's the type of guy, too, isn't he? He just never bet Neesmith, and we're just going to come out betting him at 40 to 1. So here we are. This is the top 10 last year. Can you see this? Yep. So look at fairways gain. None of these guys are gaining anything. Good drives gained. They're all, everyone in the top 10. Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? 
So that's what well, wasn't that a combination of both? Good drives gain means they're allowed to miss the fairway. So rough is rough isn't penal. Right. It means like basically you don't fucking completely spray it. Yeah. All right. So what does that mean for Neesmith? It means that he was good, good drives game last week, even though he wasn't that good overall. And yeah, but I mean, what does it mean for us betting him at forty to one? Is there anything better out there on him? I don't know. Maybe forty-five, fifty. But I don't think he's getting better than fifty. This is a perfect course for him, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, he probably plays here all the time. Definitely something he can win. Is he? Does he live here now? Yeah. Okay. He's twelfth. Look at the courses that we're looking at. The where he's played well. Twelfth at Heritage, a fourteenth and a fifteenth here. Third at Valspar. Yeah. Second at Shriners. They're all short courses. Yep. Eighth at Shriners. Seventh at Waste, which isn't the longest course. Sixth at Puerto Rico. Eleventh at Pebble. Um. I saw yeah, something I else too. This was sick. I wish he was sixty. I know. Let's see where is he? I'm looking at the calculator thing. Okay. Thirty on DraftKings, Jesus Christ! Um, but he's fifty on some other sites. I see a fifty on BetMGM. Uh, I think I, I can stomach a fifty and bet him instead of M- Mitchell or McCarthy. I mean, was he really that much worse than those two guys? No. Well, Mitchell's really probably the best one of the three, but yeah, he's not. People think Denny's better, but he's probably not. And he's missing really nice form. Have we ever bet Neesmith? No, he's third in the model behind Fino and Hoagie. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I really wish I didn't have to bet Day. I know, he could do a lot of things. <laughs> Why did you have to play this week, Day? I know. Let's, he's th- fifth in good drives gained in his. Oh, yeah, that goes to the point. He's fifth in good drives gained in this field in his last 24 rounds. Third in birdie or better. Twelfth in approach. We got to bet him. I think we got to bet him. I don't like it. I, it's, it's really uncomfortable for me to bet Matt Neesmith at 40 to 1. I'm just, I, don't, I don't feel good about it. A little embarrassing as well. It is very embarrassing. Like, I don't want to post that on the card. Maybe we should do a blog about why we had to do it. <laughs> but I'm not really going crazy with bombs and all the other shit, so fuck it. Yeah, those uh, those uh, web.com players are really, really playing well. The yeah, really, players. <laughs> yeah, they're really fucking taking it down. Um, we have a 35 on Mitchell, just as I'm scrolling as we're talking here. Um yeah, I'd rather bet Neesmith 40. Is he 40? Why can't we get a 50? If we can get a 50, I'm all in for that. Okay, next range. All right, well, a couple other guys. I mean, Mac Hughes playing some good golf. He's got great history here. I guess he's not going to win again, but uh, shout out to him, I guess. Played well again last week. Uh, <laughs> shout out to him, I guess. <laughs> Cool. Alex Smalley, uh, he finished fourth last week. Seen up to 60 on him, but 45 here on Bet365. Anything there? Smalley, no. He can fuck himself. All right, what about Davis Riley? Starting to play better. The three straight That's... top top 25s and stats are good. So I did a little digging. That's your chalk play of the week. That's your square guy. Isn't this something he could win, though? Probably. I just don't think he's as good as people think he is. Like, just overall, I don't think he's that good. The number's fair, though, compared to what we've been seeing and everything. I like the number's real fair. All right, I'm in on Hoagie. Um, so, you're just passing? I, I have interest in Riley. Okay. I haven't really bet him at all, ever, this year. I've never bet in my life. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel it feels dirty. Feels dirtier than Neesmith. 
Yeah, because I'm just not a Riley guy. Like, isn't Riley better number than Neesmith? I mean, Riley almost won a couple events. He was in a playoff. Yep. Like, yeah, this is a good number. Ne- I don't know if Neesmith's ever shown the ability to contend. Why are they giving us this number? Because he's played well the last uh, couple weeks. No, why are they giving us a fifty something? Why is he? Why isn't he thirty with Mitchell and Denny? Oh. And... I don't know because I guess he was one hundred and fifty two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to bet him, sure. I don't really want to bet him, but just a guy I like more than anybody else around here. Okay. So he was second at Valspar. He lost to Burns. I'm just looking at his best finishes here. Uh, then it gets into the Corn Ferry. I don't really know anything about those courses. Fifth at Mexico. Fourth at Charles Schwab. I wish he was 30, so I'd have to bet him. Right? 13th at Wyndham. I just feel like he plays these correlation courses pretty well. Bermuda guy. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next range. Uh, 50. We got uh, Rye, Pendrith, Spawn, English, Todd, Stallings, Nick Hardy. All 50. You go first. Anyone you like there? All right. Pendrith, clearly no. Um, I can't bet Rye. I can't believe we bet Rye at 30 to 1 in a golf tournament recently. Yeah, it was basically a corn fairy event, though. Yeah. Um, I have no idea on spawn. I guess Todd in English, they they just basically RSM, like, guys. <laughs> you just look at them. You're like, oh, the RSM. We bet English at the RSM last year, twenty-eight to one. It was off the Ryder Cup. Yeah, it was playing a lot better. Obviously, I don't know. I don't know if he's back. What are these? What was the stats like when he's been playing? He was like um, level last week in the field on approach. I just don't know if he just can win. He hasn't put four rounds together really at all. Like, is he now? He's going to come out here and just fucking spike one. I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. If it was a hundred, oh. I would. If he was 80, Todd. I would. Todd's been good. Uh, it's been really good, actually, up until, I want to say, the last couple of events. It was just one event, I think. Let me see. Um, yeah, wasn't great at, at Mexico, which is, didn't he win there at Mayakoba? He did. So it was a him course. Ah, He's not going to win this week, no. The irons were fire at the CJ. They were. I just don't think he's going to win. Do you? No, I can't bet him. So I'm going to bet Neesmith. Okay. Uh, all right. Then we got uh, Nolan Stallings, right? Nope. All right. Then you get Kisner, Bill Gordon, Cooch, and Andy Putnam. Putnam. 55. Okay. Kisner's course history is fucked. Are we definitely done with Stallings? Not that we're ever not done with him, but. I don't know what he's done. So, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I, I'm never, I'm not going to go. Never, never got there and never, never will in the, unless it's out in Pebble. Okay. Um, I'm just interested in Putnam because he was in the model. This is a place I think he can win. Like, he hits it fucking crazy short. So yeah. he, he was really good for a long time, and now he's been in the places where maybe they don't suit him so much. He still gained 3.1 on the approach last week at Houston. Lost off the tee, I'm guessing again because of the distance factor. Second at Zozo. Fifth at St. Jude. Um, great putter. Great around the green. Isn't just as a finally going to a place where he can actually win? I think so, but I just feel like he missed his win. 6.4 fairways game last week. 2.8 yeah. good drives game. Distance game minus 16. <laughs> yeah, not good. Um, I just feel like he missed his win. I do too, but what, was he really given the opportunity to win? At, was he given an Andrew Putnam course good enough? Um, I don't know. What was the Zozo? Uh, no, I don't think so. Who won that? Uh, Rory? No, Keegan. It was Keegan and Ricky. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Putnam. 
Um, why isn't the Mayakoba of course for him to win it? Guess or, the it could be. or the Shriners. Or the Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't those short courses? Yeah, they are. I don't know about as short as this. He's he putts best on Bermuda. So, course history is not great. MC 37 MC. Yeah, fuck him then, I guess. What about Cooch? Um, I mean, Sea Island guy. He is, but he hasn't. I thought the course history was going to be so much better, but it really isn't what I thought it would be. No, it's not. Nothing and, special. No top 20s in the last since 2015. I mean, and he's been playing all these courses really well, like throughout his career. It's just weird that he hasn't done well here. And in his peak, he wasn't really doing well here. So I don't see why now he would go out here and win. Okay. Do you? Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just don't think he's capable of winning at the moment. I don't no, know. I'm glad probably. he's playing better, but he, I don't think Day's capable of winning at the moment either. So. <laughs> No. Okay. Um, Taylor Moore was eighth here last year. Yeah. How did he do it? You know? I saw Champ had a good finish here too. Do we just out on bombers? Yeah, I think to win. Pretty okay, much. I, I have no idea how I, how he did it. I just saw the eighth. Sixty. You got Taylor Moore, Rose, Buckley, sixty-six, Kirk, and Merritt. Hey, the and big question here is Rose. Burmy. Okay. I know you don't like him, but he was good he's here in his own side. He's in the cooch range for me. I don't Just think he can win. No, he hasn't shown that he can win in a very long time. And last week was the first time he played in forever. But he gained seven putting, I think, six or seven putting. Six putting, two on approach, 1.7 off the tee. So he played well all around. All right. Two on approach, that's good. He's probably basically day, but double the number. Yeah. <laughs> but he, obviously, day's been playing really well consistently. Right. But he was 54th at Wyndham. He hasn't been doing well at these real courses. Like, I just don't golf. know, man. You just know. What do, you, do you really know what you're going to get out of Justin Rose? Weekend no, we don't. You have no idea. It would be a play on the number, though, you know? Yeah. Number, I think, is fair. Like, 60, it's a fair number. But he's probably not going to win, no. Okay. 80 plus. You got Luke List, Long, Lipsky, Sig, uh, Straka, Hodges, Knox, Molly, all below 100. Isn't this a perfect place for Sig? So I would think so. What does he do well, though? Right. Just off the, just fits fairways. He's really short off the tee. Is he? Because all the all the, the two terms we bet him at, I, we didn't have shot tracker. So I just, yeah. He sprays it though, right? I think so, but he just, let me see. I I, I just think he's short. Um, But he's an SEC guy, isn't he? Does he still live in the area? The Georgia guy. Born in Augusta. Yeah, this place is like 40 miles yeah. from Augusta. Residence, St. Simons Island. Yeah, so he's a Sea Island guy. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, good drives gained, fairways gained, short off the tee. I'm interested. I'm too. But just the finishes, like he really hasn't had any really good ones. No, because he'll fucking make a zillion birdies and then fucking make like an eight. Let's see, he won his corn ferry wins for the Boise Open. It's obviously not the, here. Boise. Who the fuck's that? Idaho. Yeah. Knoxville. Okay. Getting closer. Those are his only two wins. Okay. I don't know if he can win. So he's on the maybe. The other guy I was looking at was Lipsky. He's yeah. been playing pretty well. Um, 10th at Mexico, 22nd in Houston. 
Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't see him winning an event. Probably not. Uh, has he played here before? Sig reminds me of Buckley. They just I know they do it differently, but they're just like their ceilings like fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. But I could get behind uh, Sig. Why do you like Lipsky? I don't like him anymore. Fuck him. Okay. Um, all right, any bombs? I'm not going to keep reading them. Zach Johnson yeah. has great history. Yeah, we bet him once and he was kind of in the mix. Well, yeah, his last five finishes eighth, seventh, 61st, sixth, 16th. I think when he was six is when we had him. Um, yeah, remember that? He did something weird. That's that's the one we were involved in. Yeah, he was in the mix when it there was the one Kisner uh lost his trub in a playoff. Yeah. And he he was like just on the uh periphery of contention. He was in contention going into Saturday. Yeah. I think he made like an eight on a par five. Yep, it was something like that. It's what the fuck? So he gained six putting that week. Didn't do much else. He has to gain that to, to contend in any event. What is he? Three hundred to one. I wish I would have definitely bet the three hundred. He's buck ten. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to pass. What about a buck fifty on him? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, All right, who else you got? I just tell. I was talking to my cousin once. He was asking me like he texted me for for Masters picks, and I was like. Gave him my picks. He's like, "What about Zach Johnson?" I was like, "No, dude." He's like, "He's like, he's eighty to one." And I was like, "Yeah, but he's not going to win. He sucks." He's like, "It's still fucking Zach Johnson." And just bet it anyway. <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, thanks for asking me." But so he just ignored what I said and bet Zach Johnson anyway. Like, just refused to believe he wasn't good anymore. Hey, shit, uh, you know, my first one of my first ever golf wins. I had no idea what I was doing at the time. It was the Open, twenty fifteen. And I was scrolling down the betting website I had, and I saw Zach Johnson, 80 to 1. And I was like, this guy, Zach Johnson, he won the Masters. I'm going to take it. And boom, won in the playoff. I think I won like 1,500. I was fucking stoked. That's how it goes sometimes. Um, <laughs> other guy I was looking at here, Ben Griffin, who has been just pretty much fire. Um of late he was 16th in houston stats nothing crazy gained a lot putting but then he was third in bermuda and fourth at the Wyndham. just all these correlating events are the events that he's played well at um he was fifth or sixth in the model and he's 100 to one i went to unc did he mm-hmm. okay so that's could be something too I have no, I've never even, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know anything about the guy. If you want to bet him, sure, I'll get on board, I guess. But six in the model at 100 to one. We've been talking about the model and he's been doing really well lately. Um, Let's see what he does well. Is he hit, is he a good drives gain guy? Distance accuracy. Um, Game 1.8 last week. Overall, nothing crazy. Wow, he's actually fairly long, which I didn't expect. Yeah, so I'm thinking about that. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get here on this guy. I looked at him recently, and it's, he, it hasn't been good lately, but JT Post and 100 to 1 just seems out of place. Number seems crazy with the Wyndham correlation and everything. But he's played this place... Six times, and he's missed the cut five of them. Well, that's not good. He finished 14th in the one he didn't. And he's had a lot of red on his page the last few weeks. Um, um, so I'm going to pass, probably, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Um, he's that number for a reason. Lee what Hodges? about Bob Streb? I don't know. He was fucking pretty bad last week. Probably not going to win it three times, huh? Never know. What's the Still deal with the this week? Uh, I just looked nothing. I didn't really like what I saw. 
Um, just going to keep scrolling a little bit. These long Dave shots, Thompson. you got to find. You gotta, yeah, that's what you got to find. You got to find guys that uh, are uh, Sea Island guys with the long shots. That's the only thing you can really lean on. Dave Thompson is, right? Yep. How do you I'm do that? Guy, He's never really sniffed contention. Um, he was good. He was now nah, he's forty third, but everything was fine. Lost around the green, which is whatever. Um, his only win on the Corn Ferry was the Rex Hospital at Wakefield Plantation. I want to say that's. Let's see. That is in Carolina, hmm. and he's an SEC guy. Uh, got one other guy win? for you. Most likely not. Who is it? Yeah, I don't think Dave Thompson is capable of winning at this moment. No. Can get behind a top 10 or a top 20, though. Yeah, maybe. But I'm not betting those things. I don't want to invest any money in this shithole event. Right. Kazaya. Oh, shithouse. Who's 10th? Mayakoba. Wow. You know what? I don't know if you saw anything about this on Twitter, but there was somebody, and I don't remember who, so sorry if it's you, talking about the discrepancy between a couple of different books, like DraftKings and Bet Rivers. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? No. They said this Bet Rivers was like a sharp book, like all the guys who have won in the past five events, each one, their number was like, slashed on only that website for no apparent reason. And it happened last week with Finau too, I think. All right. So who's who's slashed? Are you telling me because I is slashed? Because I'll back his eye right now. Yeah. Look so look at this. 150 on DraftKings, 170 on MGM, 125 on FanDuel, 150 on something else, 100 on Bet Rivers. I can bet Kazire. Isn't he a Georgia guy? Yeah, I feel like we've bet him here before, I want to say. Or one of these finished, places, they're all the same. He finished 10th at uh, Icoba, and then he finished 10th in 2020 here. Wow. That number, yeah, seems crazy. Is he too tall to win at this course? <laughs> Alabama guy. I always get him, and he's fucking 6'5". Fucked. 15th here in 2018? First yeah, round leader, too. Wow, when he, he finished 10th here? He lives in Sea Island. We got to bet Kaziah. Yeah, the guy, I knew he lived there because I remember talking about it before. Um, this guy's fucked. He, when he came in 10th in 2020, he lost 4.6 on approach and gained 8.2 putting. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You can see how he drove the ball at Mayakoba. Gained two fairways gained, lost 0.2 good drives gained. Gained 3.1 GIR. But basically for him is you can can you gain a million strokes spotting. He's like Denny McCarthy, but 110 to 1. 150 to 1. 150 to 1. We gotta bet Kaziah. Let's okay. play one bomb this week. Right. Maybe Sig. Maybe Sig. And Ben Griffin. Like, shouldn't Sig be 150? Probably. Oh, Chesson. I'm not sure Chesson is capable of winning an event. T Dunks has won here before, but he's been a dick. You mentioned Austin Cook. Yeah, Cook. I wanted to bet him, but I I forgot he had won here, which makes me not like him as much. Oh, Andrew Landry. He's been fucking off. I, I looked into him last night. Because I thought of him, like he's got two two top fives, four hundred on DraftKings. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's missed like a hundred cuts in a row. That's what he does, though. What's yeah, your boy Von Taylor? <laughs> What's your boy Von Taylor? He's um, one. What do you mean, Andrew Landry's one? One twice. The Amex and Valero. Okay. Um, my boy Von Taylor. No. Uh, he's like 50. So 
<laughs> Landry, Jesus Christ, man. He hasn't gained gained on approach in like two years. Yeah. So Scott Brown? So. What's Scott Brown been doing? He actually played well. Uh he was number I think he was like up there in my model in one event and I was looking for him, but um was it what was a probably Shriners? Yeah. I don't know. But he uh he, I think he played well. I mean sixteenth at three M, thirty sixth at Wyndham. No, not capable of winning. Okay. All right, we're just naming names now. Fuck it. Okay. Well we're, Norland, we're trying to find Norlander. Couple of top oh. fives. Again? Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, but um let's see, what is he doing? No, missed the cut at Houston, missed three of the last four, was good in Mexico, but no. All right, so who are we betting? Hoagie? Yep. Day? Yep. D Smith. Yep. Riley? That's the thing. It leaves us. Like, we have some. I'm going to bet Ben Griffin I've gotten this far. Okay. And Kazire. Griffin, Kazai is 140. Griffin's 100. Hogan Day, Neesmith. Like, there's still so much room, I think. So you can pick between, like, a Denny, Mitchell, Riley, Putnam. You're on Putnam, are you? Nah, I'm going to skip him. Rose. Yeah. For me, it feels like the like. Doesn't it I don't feel know like who, Brian Harmon's gonna win? No. No. I don't think it feels like that. <laughs> He's but, been really good lately. Hasn't it only been once? Didn't he no. just win something? No, he Brian didn't. Harmon hasn't won dick ever. Sticking a chess. I don't know why. I thought he won an ultimate event. Um. Second at Mexico. 23rd at CJ Cup, 15th at Shriners. 3rd at St. Jude. Course history isn't as good as you'd think. 4th at fourth in 2017. Yeah, all right, fuck them. It's I'd rather bet them. Number sucks. Of those guys we're considering, just from it just feels like the guy who's most capable of winning is Mitchell. Is Last that week a blip, though? Could be, yeah. I worry about that as well. Could it be Denny? Denny could be. I feel like it could be Denny. But he's been playing like, sh- like nothing good at all. That's why. It's like, wasn't there, a, there was a stretch where he was like fire with everything and just wasn't really putting. But he still couldn't do anything. Sixth in Bermuda. Approach has been fine. He missed the cut at Wyndham. Yeah, that was fucking three months ago. You can't don't worry about that. I'm just thinking no, I'm just thinking of correlation here. Yeah, correlation. Uh what has he done? I don't know. He hasn't done since, shit. Since July. He's not makes winning. Think. Don't let me bet Denny McCarty. Yeah. No. That's the thing is Mitchell. Mitchell, maybe it was a blip, but like if it wasn't, he is the actual chance to win. Hoagie, Day, Neesmith. What about Riley? If you want to bet him, I'll bet him. I just don't want to. I hate fucking conforming to the crowd. And I feel like just a, a loser. <laughs> okay. So that's that's what we're going to decide, the last guy. Hoagie, Day. Let us know which one it is. You're probably all going to say Riley, so whatever. Hoagie, Day, Neesmith, Blake Griffin. <laughs> Celtic. <laughs> Current Celtic Blake Griffin and Kazire. <laughs> the Enigma. I could see him actually winning, though. Of course. We haven't bet him in a while. He's a roller coaster. He is. He might have the lead and still come in last. Like, so. All right. Um, check out the website. Talk about the website. Tweet about it. I really, like, it's one of the best things I think we've been a part of. So um, let's hear your thoughts and everything. Yeah, shout out to Mike for that. And this will be last pod for a bit, right? What, six weeks? We'll probably do one season preview at some point. Yeah, around Christmas time. Yeah, do our little uh, season major picks and player of the year and all that good stuff. Do not listen to the one from last year, though, because I said uh, 
that's uh, Sam Burns would have zero wins. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This year he won't, though. You can already tell. All right. All right. See Later. you. Later. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. <laughs>